0: It is no secret the holidays can be a little crazy when it comes to our schedules. We have events and parties and Christmas pageants and whatever holiday you celebrate, whatever you might be doing, whether you are traveling or staying at home this holiday season, sometimes it can feel impossible to maintain our normal routines when we are in a crazy season. So we might find ourselves asking, how am I ever going to figure out a meal plan with all of these events and parties and whatever's going on in your life? Should I just ditch meal planning altogether and pick it back up in January? Well, that is totally an option, and I totally support you if that's what you choose, I don't think you have to. Today, I want to share with you six tips plus a bonus to make meal planning less stressful this holiday season so you can still get it done, you still feel a little semblance of some routine, you're not spending an obnoxious amount of money on groceries over the holiday season, at least not as much as you might if you didn't have a plan at all, and you get that meal planning done with a little bit of flexibility and a lot of grace. (music) Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week, and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort, let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible. By simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life healthy mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Okay, it's probably not going to be surprising that my first tip for all of you is to give yourself all of the grace meal planning is not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but it's definitely not going to be perfect around the holiday season unless you plan on just ignoring the holiday season entirely and just going about your normal routine, which I don't even think is possible, at least not in North America, where the holidays are everywhere and there are so many things going on. Even this year, where we are choosing to take the holidays very, very easy and very simple in our lives, there are still holiday parties and events and And my daughter has a play that she's doing and all of these things that keep popping up despite our commitment to making things very simple. We know that things are going to be a little bit crazy and they're probably going to be a little bit crazy for you as well. So the first thing that I want you to do is to remind yourself it's not going to be perfect, but that we don't need to get into this all or nothing place where we're either meal planning exactly as we would any other time of the year, and we are trying to force it, but it's not working, and we're feeling discouraged, and we're throwing away food, it's going to be different. Let's just take it week by week. Give ourselves grace. If it doesn't work out, try again next week. And I want you to start by deciding what your priorities are for meal planning this holiday season. And that's going to help to determine our approach when it comes to meal planning around the holiday season. So what are your priorities? Do you want to make sure that your family sits down to one balanced meal a day? Maybe it's focusing on making sure that you have really decent things, maybe Meal prepped or on hand for breakfast and lunches when the kids are on winter break, or maybe it is prioritizing the three nights a week you know you're home that you're going to cook from home and you're going to make some really nourishing meals you are going to include lots of vegetables. What is it that is your priority? Do you want the family to sit together and enjoy that family time because the rest of life seems crazy? Do you want to make sure that they've got some really great nutrient-dense meals when we're eating a lot of sweets and treats and other things and just providing that balance for your family? What are your priorities? And it might be both of those things. It might be something completely different. What are your priorities when it comes to meal planning around the holidays. It might be saving money on groceries, because when we are invited to events and we're bringing extra dishes, or we're making extra fun things at home, or maybe we're making food gifts, or maybe we like to make the hundreds of cookies and give out to everyone we know, whatever it might be, you might be spending more money in other areas. I know Inevitably, we end up spending more money than we want to on gifts. And oh, there's this hostess that invited us to this place. So we want to get this bottle of wine. Or oh, we got invited to this party. So we're going to bring this thing as much as we budget throughout the year for gifts and things like that, there are always those things popping up. So maybe one of your priorities is making sure that you're eating at home at least a couple times of the week so that you're not spending extra money on groceries because you're going to be spending extra money in other places, especially because food is more expensive now than it was even last year. So number one, give yourself all the grace. It's not going to be perfect, but it doesn't mean you have to ditch it entirely. Decide your priorities, and this is where we're going to start with our meal planning around the holiday season. Number two, take some time, preferably this week as close to listening to this episode as possible before you do your first full week's meal plan, or this is kind of, this is the first week of December now, so before you do your next week meal plan, and look at your schedule as far ahead of time as you can before the big holidays, whatever it is you're celebrating, if you're celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas or whatever holidays you celebrate around this time of the year, or whatever event you might be going to, or the kids break, whatever feels the most pressing for you, look at your schedule as far ahead of time as possible and map out those holiday plans, the events with friends and family, the Christmas play, the tree lighting, whatever it might be, and any travel you're doing as much as you can ahead so there's less surprises. So go ahead, look at your calendar a month, at least a few weeks in advance, and go, okay, what things are coming up and star them. So that when you're going to go do your meal planning, you know that this is the night where we're going to get home late from this thing, and so this is the night where I want to maybe have a slow cooker meal done and ready to go, or maybe that's a leftovers night so we have something easy for dinner that night. Or maybe this week is absolutely insane. We're out almost every single night. That one night of the week, I'm going to be so exhausted. I'm probably not going to want to cook. How can I make something that's shortcut or grab a salad kit and a rotisserie chicken from the grocery store so we have something we can eat together at home without grabbing takeout that's still pretty inexpensive? Remember, it doesn't have to look Any other way than what way works for you, but looking at your schedule ahead of time, mapping out those plans, mapping out that travel as much as you can ahead means there aren't those surprises. So when week to week, you look at your schedule like, yep, yeah, I knew that that was going to happen. So I'm going to choose a recipe that works for that day or maybe skip that day entirely and focus on the other days that week. So number one, give yourself all the grace. It's not going to be perfect. Decide your priorities. And then number two, practically look at your schedule ahead of time and map out those holiday plans. Tip number three, create a list of shortcuts, okay? This is the time of the year for shortcuts. You've heard me talk before about how important I think it is to have balance when it comes to our food, obviously balance when it comes to giving ourselves grace around eating. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think the most important thing about living a healthy life is nourishing our body in a way that feels good and also giving ourselves a ton of flexibility because life happens. And there are seasons where we're going to need more shortcuts. It doesn't mean, again, that we have to be all or nothing, and we're not allowed to have these nutrient-dense, veggie-filled, real food recipes during the holiday season just because they might take a little bit more time, we do those when we can, and we utilize those shortcuts when we can as well. And that's one of those reasons I love sharing them on Instagram especially. I don't have any shortcut recipes on my website because they're usually recipes utilizing things that I buy at the store. So usually one somewhat processed, frozen, or pre-made ingredient, and then mixing them with some more real food ingredients to provide that shortcut, get dinner on the table, but make it a little bit easier. So a few of my recent favorites are my shortcut meatball and pasta bake. We've made this three times. My kids ask for it every week. They absolutely love this recipe. You can get all the ingredients at Target or Trader Joe's. Basically, it is just a creamy sauce mixed with pasta and some pre-made meatballs. And we like to serve it with usually some roasted broccoli or a salad on the side. So good. The second one that we love is a shortcut crispy Korean inspired chicken bowl. So I like to make a quick slaw. And we've also done this with roasted broccoli. If you listened to my What We Ate in November episode, I make a gojuchang mayo. You can also use sriracha for that as well. Serve it over rice. So you've got the veggies. You've got the crispy chicken. I use the crispy chicken from either Trader Joe's or Aldi from the frozen section. Super delicious. You get in those veggies. It's a a bowl meal. So bowl meals are great because they're base meals. You guys all have kind of the same base. In this case, the base for us is rice and pretty much everyone likes the chicken everyone mix and matches toppings. The kids don't like kimchi on the top or the mayo. Sometimes they'll do lemon instead. Maybe we they mix up the vegetables. They just have cucumber on theirs and we have a slaw. It's a little bit different for each one of us, but everyone's happy and everyone's satisfied and it comes together really quickly. So for us, shortcut Korean inspired crispy chicken bowls. Shortcut sausage with pepper and onion rolls. So, we will use frozen peppers and onions. I like the fire roasted ones from Trader Joe's, some sort of sausage, usually a chicken sausage, and I saute that up, saute up the peppers and onions, add them in a bun, top it with some cheese, broil it in the oven. It's like a 15 minute dinner. Everyone's happy with that as well. And if the kids don't want it in the bun, then they will just have the sausage with peppers and onions on the side with a side of cheese. And a side and the bun on the side. They like all the pieces, just not always together. It's kind of like a base meal as well. We just serve it deconstructed for the kids. My shortcut Carnitas tacos are also delicious. You can get pre made Carnitas at Trader Joe's or Aldi's, but also, or Aldi, or there's a lot of grocery stores that will sell shredded pork or shredded chicken, and this works as well. So basically, I just mix Carnitas with salsa verde and I mix that together. I stuff it in some tacos with some cheese. I make a really quick garlic lime crema to go on top, bake them up. Really, really tasty. Everyone loves those and is happy with those too. And last but not least, shortcut non pizzas. I have one on Instagram where I use leftover roasted butternut squash and some pesto and pancetta and cheese. That is my favorite. But sometimes we just do non bread. We like garlic non bread with some sort of pasta sauce. And then sometimes I'll put pesto on it. Sometimes I'll put spinach or kale or chicken sausage, pancetta, bacon whatever we kind of have on hand and everyone does it themselves. All of these meals come together in 20 to 30 minutes, which is awesome. The the non-pizzas are even faster on busy nights. So having those shortcut ingredients that you know your family loves on hand can be really, really handy in busy seasons like this. And this doesn't just count for the holiday season. This is any season in your life where things are a little bit busier and you need to have those shortcuts on hand. I think they can be really helpful. I have a whole episode on shortcut dinner ideas. I'll link that in the show notes because that might be helpful for you in this season. Tip number four, only plan for five days or even less. It's okay to plan for less in this season. This is a tip that I talk about all the time when I talk about meal planning. I really try to encourage people to have flexibility and only plan for five days because life happens. We might as well plan for it. When you only plan for five days, you can mix and match your meals a little bit easier. You can shift them around. You can get takeout that night if you want to. You can call for pizza. You can do leftovers. You can go to that impromptu friend's house or party or whatever it might be without feeling guilty that you're wasting food. When we are so obsessive about our planning that we plan for seven days or more straight, there's no wiggle room. There's no flexibility. I want you to have flexibility within your meal plan to go, I don't really want to eat or cook this tonight. Let's switch things around a little bit. So planning for five days or even less, you've already looked at your schedule ahead of time. You've mapped out what your holiday looks like. So now you can go ahead and go, all right, how many days this week do I need to plan for and just plan for those and don't stress? Remember, we're giving ourselves grace. We're going for, you know, as much as we can do. We're not striving for perfection. It's the holiday season. We're just doing our best and focusing on our priorities. Tip number five is to update your family favorites list for this season. So whatever season you are in. I mean, we're all in North America, at least in the winter season. It feels a little bit more like fall here where I am in the south. But whatever season it is for you and whatever types of recipes that your family enjoys in this season, go in and update your family favorites list and just remind yourself of those recipes that your family enjoys in this season. I think the more we focus on those tried and true crowd-pleasing family-favorite recipes in busy seasons, the less stressful it is, you don't need to reinvent the wheel every single week. And shameless plug for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, if you are struggling with inspiration or you're sick of eating the same family meals over and over again, come join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, even the $3 level you get weekly meal inspiration emails where I give you recipes. There's at least two member exclusive recipes every single month as well. So you get some different stuff than you can find on my Instagram or on my website. So you'll get those recipes and it's a done for you meal plan. So you if you want to use that entire meal plan, that entire five day meal plan, you can. There's a whole grocery list. There is a meal plan guide. Or you can just mix and match and use them as inspiration and just pull out whatever recipes feel good for you. So little plug there for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. It might help you over the holiday season. If that's not for you, totally fine. I really, really want you to focus on the recipes your family loves unless you feel like you're just totally sick of them and you need something new. I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel. I don't think now is the time for a ton of experimentation and trying a bunch of new things. You're probably already going to be doing that out and about at family parties. And especially if you have kids who are a little bit more selective, keep it simple this holiday season and just serve those meals you know your family loves. Tip number six, double up if you can. The less cooking, the better. When times are busy, I am all about cooking once and eating twice. I actually have a whole episode with Cassie Joy Garcia. She has a whole cookbook series. She has two cookbooks on cooking once and eating twice. So she's a great resource on this. I also have several what I call double up recipes in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, but it can be so simple just to cook a protein that you can use in multiple meals. So if you can cook a whole chicken ahead of time or instant pot shredded chicken, and you can either do the slow cooker chicken, I have that on my website or in the cooking club, or a roast chicken or an instant pot chicken, you can use that for chicken soup. You can use it for my quinoa fajita casserole. You can use it for chicken tacos. You can use it for white chicken chili. You can use it for chicken enchiladas. There are so many different ways you can use that already cooked chicken. You can put it on top of a salad. You can put it in a casserole. My leftover turkey tetrazzini is delicious with chicken instead of turkey. That recipe is on my website as like a leftover Thanksgiving recipe, but you can also use that. It's like a pasta bake recipe. You can also use that with chicken. A roast is also a great example of something that you can use multiple different ways. So if you do a pork roast, you can pull the rest of the pork and make pulled pork sandwiches or do pulled pork on top of sweet potatoes or pulled pork tacos. Use it the same way you would use the carnitas for those shortcut carnitas tacos. So many different ways you can do that. Beef, same thing. You can use the beef or the chicken for in any way you would use leftover beef. So you can use it for fried rice. You can use it for tacos. You can use it for tostadas. You can use it for enchiladas. You can use it in a beef stew. So just cooking that protein, and those are meat-based proteins, but the same thing goes for plant-based proteins as well. So if you make an extra big batch of black beans or chickpeas or lentils, you can use these in several different meals. So lentils are really great in a lentil soup. You can also use it in a bowl. You can use it in a shepherd's pie recipe. I have a recipe for a cauliflower crust lentil shepherd's pie on my website. Same thing with chickpeas. You can do a chickpea soup one day, and you can bake a chickpea curry another day. So try to double up on those proteins, especially so you're only cooking once and then you have an easier meal the next time, the next night, or you're cooking for longer once and then you have an easier meal the next night. The more you can do this in busy seasons, the easier it's going to feel. And my bonus tip for all of you to make groceries easier is. We are at the beginning of the month. Now is a great time because you're already looking at your schedule ahead of time. You're already mapping out your holiday plans. Plan in advance to stock up on shortcuts and pantry staples at the beginning of the month and just fill in with smaller grocery shops. The grocery stores are crazy this time of the year. All stores are crazy this time of the year. So the less we can go, the better. Maybe you do grocery delivery this month, but if you can stock up at Thrive Market or go to the store go to Costco or BJ's or one of those big box stores And get most of your pantry staples and your shortcut. Maybe take one big trip to Trader Joe's or Aldi and get your favorite shortcut items. Have those on hand. So you're just popping into the grocery store once a week and you're not feeling super stressed and adding to your stress by going to the grocery store. You're basically just going to the grocery store. Maybe you go to the farmer's market. If you have a farmer's market open where you are, you're just going for those fresh items. And you've already stocked up at the beginning of the month because it's going to get crazier as the month goes on so the more you can prepare ahead the less stressed you are going to be so little recap we're going to give ourselves all the grace we're going to decide on our priorities and this is what we're going to focus on when we are meal planning over the holiday season it's not going to look perfect and that's OK. We don't need to ditch it entirely. And that's what we really want to do. And if that's what you really want to do after listening to all of this and you think this just sounds like too much, this is too stressful, this is one thing I just don't want to deal with. I don't care about spending extra money over the holiday season. I am just we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants. Totally OK, mama. We can pick it back up in January. Life is about seasons, and if this is a season of no meal planning for you, that's okay. But if this is a season where you still want to make that meal planning work, even through the crazy season, maybe last year was not great. I almost used (laughs) used, uh, a term that was probably not appropriate for a clean podcast. If last year was a little bit crazy and you want this year to be less crazy, look at your schedule ahead of time. Map out holiday plans. Map out travel. Figure out, based on your priorities, maybe how many days a week that you can meal plan for and what your goals are around that. Create a list of shortcuts. I included some of my favorites. I'll link to the Instagram reels where I share those. Plan for five days or less. Totally up to you, mama update your family favorites list. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Focus on the recipes and or meal ideas your family already loves. Or if you need some inspiration, come join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club to get more of that weekly inspiration if you feel like you just can't even. Double up if you can. The less cooking, the better. Focus on doubling up on proteins like a whole chicken or a roast or a big pot of beans. And as a bonus tip, To make groceries easier, plan a little in advance, stock up on your shortcuts, stock up on your staples at the beginning of the month so you can make the rest of the month a little bit easier when it comes to grocery shopping. All right, friends, I hope this was helpful. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. I have more episodes coming up this month on holiday food traditions. I have episodes coming up on how to make meal planning easier in 2023. If you haven't grabbed your Healthy Mama meal planner yet, now is a good time to grab it, especially if you want to get it before the end of the year. Head to Healthy healthymommachris.com slash meal planner to grab your healthy mama meal planner. And that's what I've got for you all today. Again, happy holidays, happy meal planning, and feel free to reach out over on Instagram at Chris or catch me in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club if you want advice this holiday season. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.